In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. I am free. Thank God. I is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, 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 and happy Monday to you. It's another Monday. I hope you are all doing well. We are well over here on the East Coast. Um, Chris is with me behind the scenes as usual. Are you doing well, Mr. Chris? I spoke for you, but are you doing well? I'm doing wonderful, my dear. All right. All right. Well, that sounds like better than well. Wonderful, mm-hmm. my dear, is better than well. <laughs> I I am inviting you to join in at any time tonight. Um, but um, more than anything, I would love for you to be praying for me because um, we have a power-packed program tonight. And... Um, the reason I'm calling it power packed is because I believe the Lord is with us. Um, he's always with us, but I believe he is definitely in this program tonight that he's got, uh, something for that. He wants me to say, and it's going to be powerful. So I'm asking that you be in agreement with me in prayer. Absolutely. And if he if he stirs up your heart in some way, then, you know, jump on in, jump on in. Because, you know, me, when I get started, (laughs) I get started. I'm an all or nothing kind of person, not a halfway. I'm not a tiptoe through the tulips, uh, light foot. I just kind of I go for it. As you know, (laughs) well, let's get to getting Let's get to getting. (laughs) Well, people, I do have a word for you tonight. I have a word for for you from the Lord. Uh, I don't usually start my shows that way because I I come from, you know, keeping it kind of casual, keeping it kind of um, laid back and and all that. But um, get if you don't have your tea, 
If you don't have your tea, then wait until the break because I don't think you should miss anything that I'm going to say tonight. Okay? I've got mine already. And I pulled out some of my ginger root tea. And it's, it's got a powerful little kick to it. It's got a powerful little punch. But I think that that is consistent with tonight's program because this program is going to have a little kick to it. It's going to have a little punch in it because we are going to talk about same-sex marriage. This has been a hot topic this past week. It has been a hot topic. It has been loaded with uh, dynamite. You know, the enemy is rearing his head and he is seriously trying to push this agenda down people's throat, in your face, bold, adamantly, rebelliously opposing the, the will of God and the standard of God and what is right according to the word of God, not according to mankind. Not according to what I might say or what I might think or what I might feel or not according to what you might say, think or feel, but according to the word of God, who is the expert. He is the expert on mankind. He is the expert on sexual relationships. He is the expert on life. God is the expert. He is the supreme being. He is omnipotent. He is omnipresent. He knows all things. He sees all things without nothing. Or should I say nothing that has been made has been made without him. A tree can't grow except it come from a seed. God created the seeds. He is the expert tonight. So expect, expect a kick tonight as you listen to this show. So here we go. This program this, our whole program, everything that we do on this show is designed to help people overcome sexual abuse. That is why we do this show. The Lord inspired me back in 2009. I meant to pull that out too so that I can... Uh, so that I can read it to you. He impressed me very strongly one day. I cannot remember if I was in prayer or what exactly uh, was going on. I believe I might have been in prayer, but the Lord began to impress some things in my spirit back in 2009. And he began to tell me, and I wrote it down, Maybe if I have time during the break to grab the book, I'll grab it and try to find it. But I wrote it down, how he began to tell me that the sexual sins and the sexual immorality 
that is going on in the world right now, not just in America, not just in this nation, but in the world right now, has come before him as a stench in his nostrils. He began to tell me how the sex trafficking and the rape and the incest and the pedophilia and the adultery and the fornication, all of the sexual immorality, the same-sex relationships, bestiality, all forms of sexual immorality. But he named some specific things. Has come before him like a stench in his nostril. Believe it or not, yes, God, he, he hears, he sees, he has senses, he smells. If you read the word of God, he refers to sin as a foul stench, a smell in his nostrils. He says that sin stinks in his nostrils. And he said that this had come before him as a stench and as a stink. And that he was going to begin to uh, rectify some of this. He was going to begin to exact accounts for, for the innocent, for those who have been victims of this immorality, for those, the children, the women, the boys even, those that have been victims of this type of immorality. He's going to begin to exact accounts. This was back in 2009. So I didn't know until 2010 Anything about internet radio, doing internet radio. I had never been on the radio before, but God opened a door and he brought this opportunity to us and we jumped on it. And he gave me a book. He gave me material called Overcoming Sexual Abuse. And that is what we talk about on this show. That is what we deal with on this show. That is why we do this show, to help people overcome sexual abuse. Same-sex marriage, as the world calls it, is a form of sexual abuse. And I qualify that statement by saying, as the world calls it, because God doesn't even acknowledge same-sex marriage. There is no such thing as same-sex marriage. It is impossible in God's eyes. It's impossible. It cannot even be in God's eyes. And I'm going to break that down for you tonight. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start out by telling you up front and, and, and from the beginning that in order to overcome sexual abuse of any kind, of any kind, one must denounce, he must denounce, she must denounce the ungodly behaviors, the ungodly practices, and the ungodly desires. Yes, they are ungodly. Fornication, adultery, pornography, incest, bestiality, uh, rape. It's all sexual abuse. It's abuse of what God created sex for. 
It's abuse of what God created man and woman for. The word sex in the English language, even in the English dictionary, means male and female. So all of these forms of sexual immorality are an abuse of what God created male and female for. Contrary to what some believe and want you to believe, God will never, ever condone sexual abuse of any kind or after the birth. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Levinsky. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free. On Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, I'm back. And I'm on fire. 
I'm going to go right into where I left off. <laughs> millions of people, millions, literally millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. This very minute while I am speaking, while I am talking to you, someone is being sexually abused, not just by rape, not just the child molester, the creepy pet, the creepy pedophile, not just the Sanduskies of the world, but those who by choice and through lifestyle preferences choose to rebel against their very nature. Same-sex relationships are a form of sexual abuse. It is abuse of what God created the sexes for. It's rebellion against one's very nature and what God created the sexes for. I don't care how you slice it. I don't care how you paint it, try to twist it. You will not find in scripture, anywhere in scripture, anywhere in the Bible, you will not find God condoning same-sex relationships. You have those that are trying to argue and say, where did Jesus condemn it? Jesus said, I didn't come into the world to condemn it. He said, the world is already condemned. The world was already condemned before he came into the earth realm. He said, I didn't come into the world to, to get condemn the world because the world is already condemned. He said, I came that you might have life. I came that you might be saved. I came that you might have life and have it that more abundantly. He reiterated what God already said in the book of Genesis. God said that he created male and female in his own image that he created male and female from the image and from the nature of God comes male and female. And Jesus reconfirmed what his father said when he answered the question, when uh, he, his, his antagonizers were asking him about divorce and putting your wife away and, and remarrying someone else. He re-clarified and, 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 and confirmed what his father already said. And he said that in the beginning, it was not so. He said, God, God permitted or allowed you to do that because of the hardness of your hearts. Because of the hardness of your hearts, he said. Because of the hardness of your hearts, you, you, you were permitted to put your wife away for this cause or that cause. But Jesus said, except for the cause of fornication, except for the cause of adultery, that divorce should not even be so. Because he said that what God have joined together, let not man put asunder. He said that a man should leave his wife and cleave to 
I'm sorry. <laughs> a man should leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. You will not find any place in scripture where Jesus or any other prophet, apostle, man of God will tell you that same sex relationships are good and acceptable. It is repeated from Genesis, from Old Testament Genesis to New Testament in multiple scriptures, in multiple places. That same sex relationships are unnatural. It tells us that man will lose the natural affection for man and burn in his lust, burn in his lust one towards the other. My words are not coming out right here that he will lose the natural affection for a woman and burn in his lust for one another and that the woman will do the same thing in the last days. Well, this has been going on since sin came into the world. You're not going to find it in scripture anywhere where God condones it, where he says it is so, where he says it is good, where he says he will bless it, where he says he will honor it. It is rebellion against one's very nature. Those that practice this behavior abuse themselves. They're selling themselves short. In their rebellion, they're selling themselves short. They are accepting a substitute. They are settling for a substitute of what God, God wants the best for us. He wants the best for us and he created the best system and the best means just because sin has corrupted people, just because sin has come into to so many homes and lives and because people have turned from God and his ways, just because man has not lived up to or chosen to abide by what God has given us as a standard does not mean marriage is not good, does not mean that marriage between a man and a woman is not good. Those that practice this behavior abuse themselves. Not only do they abuse themselves, they abuse each other. It's perversion. It is the opposite. It is twisted. It is the opposite of what God intended and created. There's been a lot of conflict this past week about this. A lot of conflict. I'm sure some of you have, have heard about the, 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 the conflict between um, uh, the, the LGBT, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender organization, and um, the CEO of Chick-fil-A, uh, the LGBT being upset because that man voiced his personal opinion when asked, when asked, he voiced his personal opinion 
and what he has based his life and his business and his standards upon. And it caused fallout. <laughs> it caused major fallout in the LGBT community because no one else is supposed to have a different opinion than them. Well, the Bible says that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. That's Bible. That's the scripture. Men who love darkness rather than light, it's because their deeds are evil. Those that are still struggling with this issue, you've got, you've got a chance. Those that are not comfortable and not set in their, in their way and in their heart, you've got a chance. God is speaking to you tonight. He's speaking to you or maybe to you so that you can pass it on to someone that you know. Maybe, maybe you could tell them that God loves them and God wants the best for them and God does not want them to be trapped in this bondage and in this perversion. I'm glad to see the conflict. I'm glad to see the uprising because all it did was brought more attention to the issue. Now more people are speaking out against it. It seemed like for years it was it was the move was gaining momentum and and um, the 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 one percent the one percent of the population supposedly supposedly statistics say that one percent of the population is caught up in this lifestyle and they were trying hard fast and ugly to move this agenda forward moved but I am glad to see the conflict. I am glad to see because the Bible tells us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. I don't care what court system, no matter what mayor, no matter what government official in some office, I don't care what piece of paper or legislator is passed, legislation is passed. God's word says same sex marriage is impossible. He will never condone same sex relationships. After the break, I'm going to explain to you why same sex marriage Marriage, M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E. Marriage is impossible. After the break. I don't care who in this earth realm tries to condone it. God will never condone it. And he's the one that we must fear. He's the one. The Bible says, fear not the one that can destroy the body. But fear him that can destroy both body and soul, body and spirit. God is the one that we need to answer to. I don't care if they put it on paper. I don't care if they pass laws. I don't care because I care about what the word of God says.
Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. Or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, I'm back. And I want to tell you that you need to get my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse. It was inspired, inspired by the Holy Spirit. God gave me this book. He just gave it to me in a matter of, I don't even know if it was a few weeks or about a week. It just, when I began to prepare for this show, when I began to prepare to go on the air, I said, Lord, if this is your will for me to go on the air, if this is something that you really want me to do, because, you know, I have to sit down and weigh whether or not I want to expose myself to the world, whether or not I want to tell the world my story, whether or not I want to deal with this topic, because it is a volatile topic. There's a lot of hostility. There's a lot of anger. There's even just wrath concerning this topic and whether or not I want to put myself out there like that. And when I began to pray and ask God about that, I sat down to write 
some ideas for the show and this book is what unfolded. It just, the words just began to pour out of my heart and out of my spirit. And I began to write what the Lord gave me. And so you need to get this book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse. It's time. It's time for change, people. It's time for a new direction in our lives, in your life, in this nation, in the world. It is time for change. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day, not just by rapists, child molesters, or pedophiles. Don't stop there. Don't stop there. We got all upset. People got all upset over the Sandusky situation. And I was just hearing something earlier today about some other new scandal that seems to be breaking about the Boy Scouts about abusers in the Boy Scouts that were um, told on, but they were just moved from one place to the other, or somehow they hid under the radar, radar and ended up being, you know, club masters or scout masters again in some other place. This is not new. This has been going on for centuries, for ages. When you say yes to sexual abuse, you say, I mean, sorry, when you say yes to sexual immorality, you say yes to sexual abuse. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed, delivered from abusing others? Find the answers to these questions and many others in these pages. I'm glad to see the conflict. Conflict can bring about good things. That means there's unrest. That means that we don't agree. The Bible asks the question, how can two walk together except they agree? And it also says that a house divided against itself cannot stand. There's division in America right now. There's conflict in America right now. There needs to be conflict because we don't need to sit back and let sexual immorality take over and cause our demise. It's time for a change, all right. God is calling for a change. He's calling for a change in your heart. He's calling for a change. In the hearts of mankind, he's calling for us to look up and live. Choose this day who you will serve. Will you continue to serve your flesh, the lust of your flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of the eyes? Will you continue to choose the things that will destroy you? Or will you continue to choose? Or will you choose me, he says. Will you choose me? He said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. He sent his son not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Saved from destruction. Look around you. Look around you. Look at all of the devastation that just keeps hitting us one thing after the other. Billions of dollars in damage of crops. Another drought. Sexual immorality 
coming out of the woodwork. Colleges finding out that supposedly important big men, supposedly, you know, see the Bible says, God says, that he uses the foolish things to confound the wise. And he says, you know, that those that profess themselves to be wise become fools in his eyes. We invest too much in humanism. We invest too much in intellect. And we don't tend to our spirit. We don't tend to our spiritual man. We don't nurture the things of God that would make us sensitive to God. Some would argue that we, I say we, the people that supported the CEO of, uh, I believe his name was Kathy, the CEO of Chick-fil-A, some would argue that we should be ashamed. I read that on somebody's somebody's comment on Facebook. The People should be ashamed for opposing these type of relationships. They ask, why should people try to prevent someone else of the same sex from marrying? Because they love each other. Please go back and listen to my show that I did on love. What is love? Please go back and listen to that show because I can't explain all of that tonight. But I'm going to give you a brief overview. 1 Corinthians 13, 5 and 6. Love. See, until we know what love is, we can't even talk about love. What, what you're seeing expressed in a same-sex relationship is not love. Has nothing to do with love. Has everything to do with lust. There may be some emotional soul tie, but it has nothing to do with love because according to God, love does not behave itself unseemly. Love doesn't go against nature. It doesn't behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Love is not self-serving. It is not self-centered. It is not selfish. Not that that person is not going to seek their own. They're going to seek the things of God concerning each other, concerning one another, concerning the relationship is not easily provoked. Look at how angry, look at how angry these people became because this man voiced his opinion. He has an opinion too. Even if I disagree with the sinner, even if I disagree, you have the right to your opinion. The Bible tells us to all be fully persuaded in our own mind. The only thing is that we have to accept the consequences that come with that persuasion. If you choose to rebel against the word of God, that is your choice. God will not inflict his will. He will not force you to change. He doesn't want robots. So you have a right to your own opinion, but so do we. We all have a right to choose who we will serve. So what is love? Love thinketh no evil. The Bible calls this 
behavior an abomination. It stinks in God's nostrils. It is evil. Something that is abominable is evil. Love thinketh no evil. Love doesn't think evil. Love doesn't do evil. Love doesn't want evil. It rejoices, does not rejoice in iniquity. Iniquity is sin. Sin is rebellion against God's standards. Sin is rebellion against God and what God says is right. It's all in the word of God. If you really and truly want answers, it's there. Those that oppose it, it's because their hearts are evil. It's because they want to do what they're doing and they want you and me and everybody else to condone it. They want approval. They want acceptance. Again, I say to the person who is not comfortable in this lifestyle, to the person who struggles in what you're doing, God is speaking to you tonight. He is letting you know that he cares, that he's able, that this is not normal. It is not good for you. It is not right. Love rejoices in the truth. And the scriptures tell me, let God's word be true and let every man be a liar. I don't care what president of what country, of what nation, anywhere in the world says differently. God's word is truth. And love rejoices in the truth. It's the truth that makes us free. Jesus does not change. He came to do the will of his father and his father does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived by all this hoopla. The Bible says broad is the way that leads to destruction. There's going to be many, many millions and billions of people that walk the road of destruction. It's broad. It's wide. It includes those that lust after them, their own desires and their own flesh and their own will. But narrow, narrow is the way that leads to righteousness. Narrow is God's way. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones' story. 
you may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. This is Minister Diane. I'm fired up. I told you this was going to be a power-packed show tonight. I want to remind you that you need to get this book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse. You need to tune in week to week because that's what we deal with on this show is how to overcome sexual abuse, pointing out what sexual abuse is, increasing awareness of sexual abuse. And tonight our topic is same-sex marriage. And I'm here tonight to let you know that just because a lot of people say this is normal, compared to the number who know that it's not normal, uh, that, that first category I described doesn't even compare, okay? It doesn't compare. But just because a lot of people say something is good doesn't mean that it's good. Like I said before the break, broad is the way that leads to destruction. The Bible says if we sow to the flesh of the flesh, we will reap corruption. If we sow to our flesh and so many people are living according to the lust of the flesh, they're coveting. They're wanting everything that somebody else has. Uh, the commercials are... are it's my money and I want it now. Um, if they're telling you to look over in somebody else's yard and see what they have. Ooh, he's got the new, the latest car, the latest this. Everybody, you know, they're wanting this man's wife and wanting that man's. You got a wife at home, but you want somebody else's woman. You got a husband at home, but you want somebody else's man. Many, many people are sowing to the flesh. God said that marriage is between a man and a woman, but you're saying, no, but I love her or no, but I love him. I want to be with him. I don't care what God says. And now you're going to take it a step further and try to say that what God, that God didn't even say it's wrong. Well, according to the word of God, it's wrong. It's unnatural affection. And those that do these things, he will turn you over to vile affection. The Bible calls it vile affection. And he will allow you to do those things which are not convenient. And your mind will become reprobate if it's not already. 
If you can't receive this word tonight, you're probably already reprobate. Only God knows. The word of God is very clear on this. Now, let me point out to you why same-sex marriage, marriage is impossible. I don't care what you put on paper. I don't care what legislative body passes laws according to the laws of this land. The Bible tells us as believers to come out from among the world and be separate and touch not the unclean things. So I don't care what you put on paper, but according to God, marriage represents the relationship between Christ and his church. Christ represents the groom and his church is the bride. The body of Christ is the bride. So that's number one. Marriage is an institution intended to symbolize the relationship between Christ, not Muhammad, not Buddha, not Allah, not any other false god, but the relationship between Christ and his church. That's what marriage is a symbol of. That's why throughout the Bible, God speaks of whoredoms and prostitutions. He talks about how the children of Israel turned away from serving him and began to, to serve false gods and begin to be involved in prostitution and, and um, temple worship. Was, prostitution was part of the temple worship and they began to bring all manner of immorality into their worship, including sexual immorality. And God over and over and over dealt with Israel harshly, allowed them to go into bondage, allowed them to go into slavery, allowed their, their nation to be scattered, allowed them to face, you know, droughts and plagues and things. You know, it's all in the word of God, people. We're supposed to learn from history. We're supposed to learn from the mistakes of others. Even if you don't look at biblical history, look at some world history. Look at world history. What happened to the Roman Empire? What happened to any nation that did not retain God in its knowledge? The scriptures say the wicked shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. Number two point, the Bible says that marriage is between one man and one woman. The word of God says it is between one man and one woman. So two men cannot be married in God's eyesight. Period. Becoming one, he says that the, the two are no longer twain. Once a marriage is consummated, the two are no longer twain, but become one flesh. Now, I don't need to get graphic here, but a man cannot become one flesh with a man. He can try to imitate 
they can they they can imitate the sex relationship they're imitating they're doing the best that they can but a man cannot become one with a man physically anatomically and a woman show and i'm putting a spin on that show can't become one with another woman you have to use artificial means to simulate or attempt to simulate the sex act. You can't even consummate the relationship. So that's why marriage, same-sex marriage is impossible. Let's talk about what we're really talking about. Let's stop trying to gloss this over and make it romantic and pretty. Two people that love each other. It has nothing to do with love. God is love, and God has set before us a map to tell us what love is. has nothing to do with love. And they cannot become one. They cannot be joined one with the other. Anatomically impossible. They cannot procreate. Of course, we know that some, some um, man, man and woman couples cannot procreate because of some, some sort of a defect or something, but that's not the norm either. That's, that wasn't God's original plan. It wasn't his plan for people to be sterile. It wasn't his plan for people. Just like sickness and illness of any kind was not God's plan. That came into the world because of sin. That affects us all, and we, we die because of sin. Our bodies get old and decay, and we have illnesses of, of different kind, cancer, you name it, sterility. That's because of sin coming into the earth realm. That wasn't God's plan. But without that, without that, man cannot procreate with another man. And a woman cannot procreate with another woman. Let's get real here. It's the greatest form of confusion when a person does not know who they are. When they don't even know what gender they are, that is confusion. And it leads to more of the same. Confusion begets confusion. Perversion begets Perversion. The word of God confirms the male-female relationship over and over and over. It never says anywhere in the word, in God's word, that same-sex relationships are good. Same-sex relationships are no different than rape. No different than fornication. No different than adultery, pornography, incest, pedophilia, bestiality, you name it, is all lasciviousness. It's all lust. So if you want to be free tonight from the bondage of lust, if you want the freedom from lust, if you want lasciviousness to leave your family, to leave your life, let God free you.
The word of God says, greater is he that is in us. Meaning if God is in us, if we accept God, if we accept his plan for us, if we accept salvation, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Accept God tonight. Accept Christ as your savior. God sent his son into the world. Not to condemn the world, but that the world through Christ might be saved. That you might be saved tonight. Accept his plan of salvation. Accept his freedom from bondage. Accept it. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to deliver you. Ask him to set you free. It may take some time to overcome those uh, desires once they become a part of you, but God is able to set you free. If you are still struggling with this in your spirit, there's a chance for you. There's hope for you. There's a chance for your loved one. Don't accept it just because your loved one does it. So many people accept it because they say, well, I've got an uncle or a son or a daughter who's that way. That doesn't make it right. God is reaching out to you, to this nation, through the unrest and the chaos and the conflict that we are seeing unfold before our very eyes. So I pray right now, Father, that those that are listening to the sound of my voice, Lord, that you will move on their hearts, that your Holy Spirit, Lord, will begin to deal with them tonight that my words will take root in their hearts and in their spirits, Lord, that they will desire a change. It is time for a change, that they will desire a change. 